Today is September 21st, and it's a holiday in my homeland, Ghana. It's the last day, and we're going to talk about Kwame Nkrumah today. Now, a lot of people don't know who he is, but he's one of the most important figures in the history of Africa. Kwame Nkrumah was the first president in Ghana. We received our independence on March 6, 1957 from the United Kingdom. And at that time, we were the first sub-Saharan nation to get independence. And of course, because of that, that inspired other nations to get their independence and to stop colonialism in Africa. And he played a big part in that. A lot of people don't know who he is. Is that by design? Definitely. Because he was a guy that <laughs> didn't bow down to the white powers of the Western world. He came to America and learned, you know. Went to Lincoln University, HBCU in Pennsylvania. Joined the black fraternity. Shout out to the Sigmas. We sipped that blue juice back in the days, you know. And... He went to uh, Penn University to get his doctorate. Shout out the Ivy League. He was very educated. He came to America. He saw so many things and was inspired by the civil rights movement to lead his own people to get freedom. He befriended Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Maya Angelou, Muhammad Ali, so many people. And he was the guy that was trying to connect the diaspora from the black American to the African to the Caribbean, uh, people in the Caribbean. He was trying to bring everybody together and that threatened the Western powers. So they got rid of him. Kwame Nkrumah has been viewed as a controversial figure since uh, he was overthrown in the mid 60s, the mid to late 60s. Um, in 2009, the president of Ghana at the time, John Atta Mills, made Kwame Nkrumah's birthday, September 21st, a holiday, called it Founders Day. Ten years later, the current president, Nana Kufuado, renamed it Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Day. So, you know, now the country is, you know, honoring him and acting like he wasn't a ghost, you know. This man was a creative thinker. He was a hard worker. He was a man of the people. My dad came up under that era, and he talked about Kwame Nkrumah used to be on the radio talking to people every day, motivating people, trying to push the people to do better, to work harder, Kwame Nkrumah was putting together plans for, uh, you know, building sports programs and letting people come and train people, building agricultural programs, school programs. He was always trying to figure out ways to how can we get the knowledge from the outside world, but then we operate it eventually. Not this, oh, Mr. Sir, can you please give us money? Can you give? Can you please give us a loan? Can you give us this? Can you give us secondhand qualities? No. Show us how to make it, and then we'll make it. Like, you know, the same goes. You teach someone how to fish, they'll never be hungry, right? 
That's what Kwame Nkrumah was doing to Ghana and trying to do with all of the continent of Africa. He has a book called Africa Must Unite, where he was trying to, you know, talk about his plan to bring the continent together so that, you know, similar to the United States of America, they could have been the United States of Africa. Unfortunately, that's never happened still to this day. He wrote that book in 1963. He was a man that was complicated, like many people are. He was tough to, I guess, understand because people didn't, they didn't, I guess they couldn't comprehend that this man was, you know, a righteous person that was really caring about his people. Because in African politics today, most of the politicians, unfortunately, are slimy, you know. They don't care about people. They'll say one thing and finesse the next day. They're always looking to line their pockets. And people think he did that too, but they're still to this day, there haven't been any proof to show he stole money, he's doing this, he's doing that. And it's unfortunate. Like, you know, to this day, the airport in Ghana, the Kotakai Airport, that's that's named after the man that helped overthrow Kwame Nkrumah. So, you know... It's unfortunate that his legacy is kind of ghostly, especially in Ghana. He's more beloved outside by Pan-Africanists, you know, people that are knowledgeable. But, you know, if you're an American, there's a high chance you never heard about him. You know, even me, if I wasn't a Ghanaian, I might have not known about him. Like, at school, we never talked about him. Only in, like, the AP classes, they're like, oh, yeah, only the smart kids should know about this type of stuff. But the common courses, no, no, no. You don't need that. That's too much. <laughs> it's crazy, but, man, Kwame Nkrumah, what can I say, bro? Um, he is a guy that has been, I guess you could say, a symbol for me to be a positive influence in my environment, to always try to speak up for the disenfranchised, the underprivileged. He worked his way up from nothing and led our country to freedom. He could have even led us in the future if he had the chance to, but unfortunately he was overthrown, didn't work out. Um, Still in Ghana today, there's university named after him. There's universities named after him in Africa and a few other countries. he was also, uh, like I said, he wrote books. He was a great writer. You check out his books, man. His economic policy at the time, for me, I understood it. He had socialist ideas because he said, hey, this is a developing nation. We have to try to, you know, build the country, keep the economy inside. Don't de- don't rely on foreign capital, technology, and material goods. That's how we can truly be independent. He had a 10-year development plan to build factories, to do so many things, man. I can't even, like, when I think about it, it's like, it hurts. Like, man, if he never died, who knows? Maybe my family doesn't have to come to America to find a better way in life, you know? That's the type of things I think about.
uh, when I went to Ghana, one of the places that I went and I was, you know, honored to go was at his memorial, you know, to see the park, D.C. They have the statue that when he was overthrown, uh, his statue was pushed over. They cut the head off. Actually, the cover of Currency's classic mixtape with Alchemist in 2011, Covert Coop, that is a picture of the Kwame Nkrumah statue when it was collapsed. Yeah, pretty trippy, right? But yeah, man, um, happy birthday, Kwame Nkrumah. I thank you for everything you did for me as a Ghanaian-American, American-Ghanaian, whatever, what have you. <laughs> Thank you for everything you did for Africans around the world, black people around the world, because you were trying to connect everybody. And it's unfortunate. We still have issues between the Africans and the black Americans today. Will it ever go away? I don't know. Shit, there's even problems between the black man and the black woman. So we're so geeked up in so many ways. But on a day today, Kwame Nkrumah's birthday, Think about unity. I think about coming together. Think about relying on one another to push each other to be the better people that we can be, to be the supreme human beings that we are as black people, as children of God. So, hey, thank you, Kwame Nkrumah. You're a legend. You're very influential in how I was raised and how how I still think about life to this day. So rest in peace. Hope all y'all are out there blessed up. And if you're not aware of Kwame Nkrumah, check him out, man. Go on YouTube, type in Kwame Nkrumah. There's documentaries out there. There's so much to learn. But hey, y'all stay blessed. I'm going to get with y'all next week.